Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. Three. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Rhino joins us in the studio this afternoon. And if you're looking for a road less traveled adventure, but maybe not too far from home, then you can start that over at visitmississippi.org. You can stream good things live over at supertalk.fm where you can watch and listen to the show. And you might have listened to our guest today recently at the Grand Old Opry. Joining us today is Miss Heather Thorne. She's the wife of singer, songwriter, and Tupelo native Paul Thorne. Welcome, Heather. Well, thank you. I am nice ex- to finally get to hear your voice. I know. We've been working on this for just a little while, but our schedules yeah. finally collided, and I've been looking forward to this because I love this story. First, congrats on a beautiful performance. You looked like a pro up there on stage, even though you say that's your largest uh, stage performance yet. Yes. To say the least, yes. yes. <laughs> so was this, but was this your first time singing on stage with your husband, Paul Thorne? Uh, no, it wasn't my first time. Biggest audience and all. Uh, but we had sang this particular song a few times at uh, a local uh, charity show for our regional rehab uh, at a Christmas show he did. So we had done that a couple of years in a row. But much smaller, about 100 people. Um and less so, lights, yeah, I assume. A little, yeah, a little different at the Opry than. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay, though. I mean, I never know when opportunity may knock. When Paul approached you about singing, and I think the name of the song is Breaking Up for Good, which is from his latest album, Never Too Late to Call. I mean, did he have to do some convincing to get you to do this song with him, or was it kind of like, sure, let's do it? Yes. He had to convince me. Yeah. <laughs> he, to, he, um, well, we had sang it in the living room, or he heard me singing harmony with him, which I didn't sing on the album harmony, but he heard me singing just like you do in the shower or whatever. And he's, he's practicing. This is several years ago. And, um, he said, I want you to do this at a show with me. And so we did the, the, um, regional rehab show and we did it the next couple of years and then when they went to record an album he said i want you to they thought about getting a big you know professional known singer and he said well how about we do it because we're married and we know you know the song and you know kind of well not necessarily our story but it's you know it's it's more authentic and so i said you sure and then i said yes and then i wanted to back out and uh but yeah, he talked me into it. He he said, no, you can do it. You well, I would it. assume, Heather, after 22 years, I think it's last I read, of marriage, not that yeah. this is definitely your story, but you can definitely understand, you know, the relationship piece to, to the song. So, yeah, he's right. I mean, it, it would be a little bit more authentic than having to sing something with someone you maybe haven't gone through some of those ups and downs uh, with. So I think right. you picked the right choice. With yeah, that, well, I was I was glad I was just I was just uh, I was honored and but very nervous and, um, you know. Well, all things all that things all of us, feel. I think, would feel going into the Grand Ole Opry. I mean, it's one of the longest-running uh, stages and stage performances with lots of, you know, familiar faces, and then um, those that show up, and then the next time, they you know, they get shooting to stardom in terms of, of fame. So what was it like on the stage at the Grand Ole Opry? What, what's sort of the process to, to getting there? Uh, well, it was... Uh it was overwhelming. The, <laughs> it was surreal and overwhelming, amazing. And, um, you know, he performed on there a few times. So they asked him to perform, and he just said, will you do it again? Will you do this with me on the Opry? And uh, I said, you're crazy. And then I said, okay. And then I, you know, but anyway, they everybody was so professional 
and uh, as, because they are, and but but very friendly. They didn't look at me like I felt like, oh, I don't belong here. But I didn't feel that way because they they were very friendly uh, and encouraging and um, very welcoming. Now your husband, to the, mm-hmm. your husband Paul Thorne on Facebook. I think before y'all took the stage, he had posted a little video of y'all backstage, which I thought was cute because he was referring to slapping you up on a plate with a biscuit or something like that. It was real sweet. Yes. It was very twenty-two yeah. years of marriage, still love each other kind of a video, and you could tell he was excited for you to have your your uh, big moment on the stage. But did he give you any advice for maybe calming those nerves or any last minute you know tips or tricks for for good luck? on stage he just uh, he just kept saying you've got this we've got this don't worry it's just like when we sing it in the living room you know and of course that doesn't necessarily help me <laughs> but yeah <laughs> I was like but this isn't our living room <laughs> but yeah he was just he was real encouraging and and just said it's fine you can do it I believe in you you know so it 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 helped one of the things that I think people enjoy about the Grand Old Opry, Heather, is the fact that, you know, you do see a lot of regular faces around there. I've never been, but it feels like kind of just that home away from home for maybe country singers or stars that they pop in, in and out of, you know, while they're visiting Nashville. So did you get to see any regulars while you were there? Oh, yes, which which is what made me more nervous when I saw <laughs> um, I got to see Connie Smith, who is a longtime uh, country favorite. Um you know, she was on that uh, documentary that Ken Burns made about country music. So back in the early days, and she's married to Marty Stewart. So, and I saw her in the bathroom. So I panicked, you know, when I saw her and, and got all nervous. But, uh, and then uh, Gary Muldeer, who's a comedian, who's hilarious, got to meet him, as well as um, the lead singer of Rascal Flats, uh, Gary Laveau. So it, it was, uh, it was pretty interesting and pretty amazing just to, to get to meet everybody. And everybody was, as I said earlier, they were so nice. And um, well, I think, they didn't look at me and go, what are you doing here? Well, Heather, everyone who's ever took the stage at the Grand Ole Opry has had the first time. Not only the first time on that stage, but the first time on a stage. And that wasn't your first rodeo, at least singing in front of people, maybe that big of a stage. But you grew up singing in the church, correct? Yes, uh, I think the first time I sang in church, I was in the second, second or third grade, and I sang a hymn called "In His Time." Uh, and I was, I think, I was just as nervous at the Opry as I was the first time I sang in church. But yeah, I sang in church uh, growing up, and then I kind of didn't sing a whole lot other than at the house or in the shower after that. Um, well, when you and Paul first that. met, or you know, 22 years ago, or I'm not sure your dating story, but 22 years ago when y'all first got married, was was it one of those things where he was like, yeah, I enjoy singing, or maybe I'm a singer-songwriter? Did you throw that in? Yeah, I sing at church, too, or did you just back that out and let... <laughs> no, he... That, yeah, I, it was like, he. I'm married to a singer now. <laughs> uh, I didn't... He knew that I sang growing up in church, and we sang together, you know, just in the car, uh, but... No, I didn't throw out too much information about my past, but he knew. He knew I. <laughs> you make had a background. it. You make it sound like you had this dark past of singing underground or something like that, Heather. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a there's a lot of us who grew up, you know, here in the South, particularly that probably have a, a history of being in the church choir or maybe that being our first stage that we found ourselves on. Not all of us, maybe in the solo form, right? I mean, you can always make a joyful noise when you sort of blend in with everybody else that's up there uh, singing their favorite hymns. I will have to say though, your husband's. Um, gospel album is one of my favorites that stays on rotation in um, in my shuffle in my um, in my music so I do I do love that and I love that y'all at least have that in common but we have in common Heather the love of fitness so I know when you're not Paul Thorne's wife on stage at the Grand Ole Opry you're there working for the last 20 years at North Mississippi's Health Services Tupelo Wellness Center so what where did you find your love of fitness um, well, I cheerleaded uh, in high school and just always stayed active. Uh, and so when I was in college, I decided I would uh, exer- uh, do exercise science, a major in that. And I came here t- right in my the end of college for my internship, and I've been here since. I, I guess it'll be 24 years in March. Um, so 
I love I I love it here, and um, I love what I do. I train, I do um, aerobics classes, health talks, so just a little bit of everything. But it's it's been a really enjoyable career. Well, I can definitely say that, and I think it's rubbing off a little bit on you with your daughter. I see you guys have a senior in high school. I think. Uh, Belle is her name, if you don't mind me, Sherry. Yeah. And sh- I noticed she is part of the powerlifting team, Mama. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah I was surprised when she came home and told me that because she's, she's a dancer. She played soccer, and she's a dancer uh, for the dance line um, for high school football. And uh, she came home and said she made powerlifting. And she hasn't competed yet, but she's she's done a few workouts, and uh, she's been pretty active. Well, I'm going to keep my eye on that for sure, and I want everybody listening to Good Things to keep their eye out for the new song and the new album. So where can we um, where can we download it and purchase it, Heather? Okay. Um, PaulThorne.com, you can actually get the, if, if anybody still listens to CDs, you can order a CD, or maybe Amazon.com as well. But you can download it off of iTunes or Amazon or Spotify or Apple Music any or any streaming services. Are available. And y'all's song is taking us out um, here on Good Things Today. Heather, I appreciate your time. Again, congratulations. If you're ever in the area, please stop by and say hi. Say hi. Okay, thank you, Rebecca. All righty. There you go. Stick with us. We've got more good things for you coming up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 88. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 68. Your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 89. Wednesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 68. And for your Thursday, beautiful day on tap, partly sunny conditions, high near 88. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Jones Sign Company would like to salute all healthcare and first responders for putting your life on the line to help so many. You are the true heroes. Johnny Jones and the crew salute you. Thank you from Jones Sign Company. Everybody, the Yazoo County Fair is back, bigger and better than ever. It's the 93rd annual Yazoo County Fair in Yazoo City from October 15th through the 23rd. Check them out on Facebook or visit yazoo.org. Midway, provided by Miller Spectacular Shows. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a health care journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Katherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well-child checkups to after-hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust Care. Feel better faster. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. 
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Things has so many places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So take some time today to go to visitmississippi.org and explore a little more. And if you'd like to explore different ways that you can listen or watch good things, you can do that. You can listen to good things over at supertalk.fm. You can also listen if you have taken time to download the Supertalk Mississippi app, which is free, and then you can listen to us anywhere. But the best way to listen to the show each day is always on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station, where you can get anywhere across the state. And by watching, too, you can watch us over at supertalktv.com if you would like. But then you can also watch us from your actual TV. We are on Roku, Amazon Fire and Seaspire TV and YouTube and beyond. So basically, wherever you are tuned in, you can get a piece of good things. If there's a screen or a speaker, you can hear or see Supertalk. Absolutely. And I was actually listening to Supertalk on my way in today, getting ready to talk to Heather Thorne, wife of Paul Thorne, who we just spoke to. By the way, if you missed it, you can catch it in podcast form if you subscribe to that, wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcast. And I heard uh, a Cock of the Walk walk, um, commercial on our our Super Talk station, and they touted that they have a location just a mile from the Grand Old Opry, and it was just funny because you know once you are looking into something like for me the Grand Old Opry with her and Paul's performance, you pick up on that wherever it's like if you think oh I never see red cars, and then as soon as you think you never see it, that's all you're going to see is red cars, and sort of the same way too. Paul Thorne's a native of Tupelo there, which Rhino I know you probably know his name from around town and I got an email saying that uh, Mississippi Treasurer David McRae returned more than 12,000 of unclaimed money to the city of Tupelo today so Grand Ole Opry and Tupelo has kind of been (laughs) all over my Facebook whatever sort of um, feed whatever that magic formula algorithm algorithm du jour sort of is Uh, so there's at least some good Headlines connected to that. I've got a good headline, too, that's actually over at supertalk.fm. I know it's a little bit past um, 9-11, but there were a lot of great events uh, going around that time. And you may have heard of the Tunnels for Towers Foundation. They um, go around and pay off mortgages for troopers or first responders um, who have found themselves on difficult times. And there was actually a race held in central Mississippi on 9-11 for for the Tunnel for Towers Foundation, I guess, sector here in Mississippi. And they were able to pay off a fallen um, responders here in Mississippi's mortgage. So that's a pretty good uh, story that you can catch over at supertalk.fm if you would like to see the rest of it. I've also got a good headline for you over on the Good Things Facebook group coming out of Laurel. The city of Laurel's police department is shouting out to their Sergeant Duckworth and Officer Moss today. They met a little girl and learned that maybe she didn't have everything she needed to make it through a school day, including some uniforms and some other things. So you can read how they just showed up more. They didn't make a fuss about it. They didn't go, you know, make big splash, but they went and picked her up the things that she needed so she could uh, go to school and at least have those, you know, foundational things like a uniform and some other school supplies taken, taken care of. So there are good headlines and good stories all around us, and we like to take time and post those there in the Good Things uh, Facebook group. This isn't really necessarily a good story, but it could be a good opportunity if you really like um, scary movies. We're definitely in the season Spooky for season. those. Spooky season. Now, I know that we're pretty much halfway through October, which is crazy to think. It feels like we were just talking about how great it was that fall is finally here, but technically it's not. It's close. It's like 87. It's so close. But we are so close to it. But we are still pretty close to Halloween, which lends its hand to all things spooky and um, scary. So, anywho, there is a company that will pay you 
I think it's like $1,500 or so um, if for watching scary movies. And what they're going to do is they tie, they tie, they put you to heart rate monitors. <laughs> they strap you in a chair. They strap you in. They pop you some popcorn. And then they just start showing you scary films. And then they want to see how your heart rate sort of handles those. And so, yeah, would you do it? Oh, yeah. Do you think your your heart rate would go up, down, all around, in between? I imagine for the vast majority of scary movies, it would stay pretty even keel. Every once in a so while, you, there might be one that it would it would surprise me with its timing or something. But yeah, there's most scary movies are pretty formulaic. So you to go the point into where it. You, you got the yeah. commercial with let's go hide behind the chainsaws. I mean. You have commercials making fun of the tropes. So if you had to pick, in terms of the spooky movies, are you more... Okay, because you can kind of... Slasher, where it's like slasher, gory, someone's right, going like to die. Right, the Jasons and the Freddies and that kind of stuff. Or are you more just completely like into the creeped out, kind of just weird... Because there's two... And sometimes they collide. Yeah. But then it seems like there's just these two separate types of scary movies. Are you more slasher horror, fi- horror film sort of person or, or more of like The Ring or Sixth Sense where you leave and you go, what? If I were choosing, I would go with something like The Ring or The Sixth Sense. But I'm going to throw you a curveball. There's another type that was started by a horror movie that came out when I was in, oh, I don't know, 8th grade, ninth grade. I was too young to get in to see it in the theaters, but we still snuck in and saw it. The Blair Witch Project with the found footage horror movie. I where forgot. bad things happen to normal people, and then you're just watching it happen to them. I, That's that extra level of scary. That it, right. Completely. And, in fact... There, if at the McRaven House, which is considered one of the more haunted places here in Mississippi, I think it's found in Vicksburg, and they host the tours. And of course, this is obviously their heightened time of year. We've got so many attractions across the state that sort of start to perk up this time of year due to stories of, of it being haunted and all the things. And there, they have a photo on their Instagram of someone taking a photo inside the home, and then there is an undescribable figure in the photo that's supposedly what what do they call that a shapeless form a shapeless form or whatever it may be it's undeniable on the photo which you know leaves but then you wonder is that good pr nothing to knock you mcraven house or is it you know is it real and unexplainable I don't know. But I don't think there's a movie sort of made out of that. So that would see, again, I think this would be something where we just need you and I to watch these things together and watch how different we actually are. So my question to you would just be, to those listening to Good Things, which you can answer on the text line, number one, like, I guess, two questions. Would you do it? Would you sit there and watch, you know, binge Strapped watch? Strapped to a heart rate monitor. Yes, for data collection, horror movies. To see, you know, what what makes your heart rate heart rate increase, and then what movie did make your heart rate heart rate increase? I mean, my horror movie career, if there ever was one, went in the tank with The Ring. I don't know if I've watched anything spooky since. And I was in college, early two thousand two, two thousand three, I think. So we're talking about a good almost twenty years since I've really committed to something spooky. Right, but it's right. it's the ones that's unexplainable, the Jasons, the, all those things, the chances of that actually happening in suburb Mississippi <laughs> are slight, slim to none. They they don't like the gore or whatever. I can handle those. It's the ones that are still leave that like gray area of. Well, I'm just never going to look at flies the same way ever again. So it was the, so the Blair Witch Project for you? I don't know if I even actually. Yeah, I was one of the few people that I didn't get motion sickness watching it, and something about that story, especially the ending, which it's been out for how long now, but I won't spoil the ending, but just the way, I'll put it this way, if you've never seen it, sit through it, 
watch the ending, and just pay attention to the, the story they're telling and watch how the guy is standing at the end. And it's just, it, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. It's like, oh, okay, it all comes full circle. And that's creepy. And then I won't spoil it. Larry and Jackson says, I can't do the Saul-type gore, but I love creepy stuff. Donald in Oxford said, I saw Blair Witch in the theater, and the ending scared me so bad I couldn't get up till the lights came see, on. See what I'm talking about? That was me with the ring. Mike from Grand Bay said, I would sit in for free. Slasher movies are too predictable. I like the suspense, unpredictable horror movies. Yes. Anything for a buck, says Derek in Greenwood. Scary movies, the crying game. Scary movie, the crying game. And I snuck into the theater to watch The Exorcist. Big mistake. <laughs> yeah, that's one. The, on that round, too, uh, that would get my heart rate kind of up because, you know. Hmm. All right, you guys stick with us. We've got more good things for you coming up next. On Friday night, a pair of jeans that fit just right. And the radio up, a lot to see sunrise. See the love in my woman's eyes. Feel the touch of my precious child. And no mother's love. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com COVID. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. It's Super Start Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. That means you can get up to a $25 gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of your Super Start Battery. Return power, performance, and reliability to your car, truck, motorcycle, and more with Super Start Batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Calloway's has everything you need from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Calloway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the south. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calvin Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. People say things change, but in Mississippi, good things don't change. They change everything. Back when a blues musician picked up a guitar and struck a chord with the world, the Citizens Bank was making life better in Mississippi communities. Now we're in every corner of the state, changing banking to be more in yours with accessible lenders, more product choices, and always the latest in digital banking. After over a century, changing to local sounds better and better. Member FDIC. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Biden administration proposal would require banks to provide information to the IRS regarding transactions of $600 or more. Gordon Fellows, president of the Mississippi Bankers Association, says there are numerous problems should this happen. It creates potential privacy problems. It creates new cost for banks to comply with it. It's going to create new cost for tax 
prep folks, it'll make your taxes more expensive to get prepared. Legislation has been introduced in the House to block the proposal. Several states are taking advantage of an 1115 waiver program that allows them to offer health care to the working poor without expanding Medicaid. Dr. Daniel Edney told us it would run like the CHIPS program, where the state buys policies for low-income children that don't qualify for Medicaid. We're talking about doing the same thing for their moms and dads who are out there working two and three jobs, who are paying taxes, who are paying their bills. I'm Kelly Bennett. As a farmer, I I grow U.S. from a farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details. And don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. Mississippi News doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi News. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. A Becca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. things to do in Mississippi, unique places to visit, plenty of events to go to. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And one of those premier events had to be canceled for the second year in the row, and that is the Mississippi Book Festival. And if you're thinking, well, Rebecca, that was back in August. Yes, it was. But they have worked really hard and come together to launch their literary logon party since they couldn't have their literary lawn party. And so joining us today on Good Things is Miss Ellen Daniel. She is the executive director of the Mississippi Book Festival. So, hey, Ellen. Hi, Rebecca. So, I know. How hard was it to cancel for the second year in a row? Well, Rebecca, I mean, it was truly devastating, but we didn't see any other way. Uh, It was, you know, it got to a point with the uh, surge in COVID numbers that we just couldn't foresee a way to ensure everybody's health and safety while celebrating our love of books. So we figured we would make it virtual and we could all do it that way safely from the you know, safety of our own homes. Which I will say books are one of those things or companions that during things like quarantine or shut down or during hard times or even good times, really, you can always feel safe at home with a good book and, you know, get lost in a good story. And I think that's one thing people enjoyed about the festival and will continue to enjoy. I'm sure we will bring it back as soon as possible. Um, But what was slated for this year that was so special? Well, we, um, you know, a lot of the panels that we had planned, we had 47 panels planned for the in-person event, and we had to cancel and switch to virtual. We were able to still host 31 of those panels with over 110, with 110 authors and moderators, which is pretty amazing. You know, we had a great group of authors and moderators who really pulled together, and they were willing to, you know, participate in a different format and so we so appreciate that we've got lots of great things for everybody today it was just released today on our website um we've got curtis wilkie everybody loves curtis wilkie and curtis wilkie's new book is when evil lived in laurel and that panel actually took place in mpb's mississippi public broadcasting studio and so we got to record that which is a you know a really fantastic panel 
lot of significance for Mississippi. And then we had Race Against Time with Jerry Mitchell. Um, Jerry Mitchell is uh, lives in Jackson, and he was a longtime reporter um, at the Clarion Ledger. And Jerry is an amazing investigative reporter. And so there's another wonderful panel that happened in MPV Studios that was filmed. But we've got Angie Thomas, Catherine Pierce, the poet laureate, the new poet laureate of our state. Um, Kiese Lehman, you know, the list goes on and on. I mean, there, you know, we have so many wonderful authors that are right here in Mississippi. Of course, authors from all over the country participated, but we really love to highlight our wonderful Mississippi authors at the Mississippi Book Festival. So if we're listening to good things, Ellen, and we're thinking, great, now I may not have been able to come to the lawn party that's traditionally held in central Mississippi. Here's a new opportunity to get to hear some of these great panels and learn about Mississippi authors. How do we tar- pay, um, partake in the literary log on party? That's a mouthful, but it, it's really cute. <laughs> It is. So um, you can go to our website at www.msbookfestival.com. And when you get to that website, you will see view videos, view 2020-21 videos. And so you just click there. But another fun thing about our website, the Mississippi Book Festival has been around since 2015. And since we started, we have recorded every panel that has taken place at the book festival. So if you've never been able to come and you want to see kind of what has taken place in past years, you can go up to the replay section of our website and all of the years are broken down and you can view any panel from any year. So we've got, you know, over 300 panels on our website um, that you can view at your leisure. So, you know, the 2021 book festival, all those videos are up but everything else from our entire history is up as well. I always love the history, though, of the Book Festival, Ellen, because I, it was just a dream of a couple of friends who wanted to sort of celebrate the love of literature, obviously highlight all the great history around Mississippi authors, you know, past, president, and obviously future. And it literally exploded in popularity. I mean, to be to, to think that 2020 was supposed to be this grand celebration, and sadly, it got curtailed as well as 2021 but in four or five straight four or five short years you guys really grew this event leaps and bounds that has to be something to be proud of i mean of course i'm very proud of it you know i I have to give full credit to the uh founding executive director holly lang um you know there's there are not many people on this earth can do what holly lang can do and i'm so privileged and honored to have been under her since 2019 and gotten to see how she has run the festival and how she does things. It's been an incredible learning experience for me. Um, but yeah, the book festival has gotten bigger with every with every year. In 2019, I believe we had 15, we engaged over 15,000 people with the book festival. And you know, with um, a state which is, uh, you know, not super populated, that's really amazing. And you know, people from come from around the state, you know, outside of um, outside of Mississippi, because a a kind of magic has been created at the Mississippi Book Festival. People want to experience it, and we love that. Well, we would love for everyone to at least get a piece of that with the literary log on party, which is now found on your website. But looking into the future, we hope to see the literary lawn party back. Ellen, is there are we in in plans for 2022 to hopefully fingers crossed be hashtag or not air quote normal, whatever that means, (laughs) whatever that means at this point. Right. Um, Yes. August 20th, 2022, we are all going to be back together on the state capitol lawn celebrating our love of books, their authors, and just being together. Just being together. And that is something. Yeah, I think that's something to definitely look forward to, but it sounds like there's plenty of content to keep you and your love of books and Mississippi literature going between now and then. So walk us back through, Ellen. Where do we go to get to log on to our literary party? Visit our website at www.msbookfestival.com. And please sign up for our um, email list on that website. That will keep you up to date of all the things going on with the festival. When we, get, when we start really ramping up for 2022 planning, we'll keep everybody um, up to date. And if you are an author and would like to participate, you can suggest yourself as a panelist, register for Authors Alley. Um, you know, we this is 
it takes hundreds of people to really pull this thing off and um, you know we couldn't do it without the great support from everyone around this state. The years that I visited, Ellen, my favorite part were, was, even though the panels are great, it's that author's alley where you get to walk through and meet individuals who just had a dream and a vision for a story or a novel, whether it's fiction or sort of nonfiction, and meet some incredible people from all over who chose to come and sort of sell or try to sell their product, obviously the books here in Mississippi, and to hear they're also, they're also teachers and, and firefighters and you know all these other normal jobs. Not to say that writing's not, and they still found a way yeah. to, you know, to to create this, uh, you know, to do a dream, become an author, become an author, and be at the festival. So that's what I love Rebecca, about. I don't yeah. think anything. Yeah, I mean, the Authors Alley is one of the most special parts of the book festival because I, for one, I am such a reader. I'm not a writer. I can't imagine anything more difficult than writing an entire book. I mean, like, I tip my hat to people who are able to do that. I really appreciate their work. And so to give people who have worked so hard on a book and then self-published it an avenue to sell their books, meet readers, gain new readers. I mean, I think that's really important. And, you know, I've talked to many Authors Alley people over the year, and it's a really special experience for them. And we love, you know, facilitating that. Well, you heard it here on Good Things. Put it on your calendar. August the 20th of 2022, we're all going to get to meet on the lawn in person. But until then, we want you to log on and party on. It just really does roll right off your tongue, (laughs) Ellen. Literary log on party. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Well, I appreciate your time, um, Ellen, and I look forward to having y'all back in 2022 to promote the in-person event again. I look forward to it as well. Thank you so much. All righty. Man, in four short years, it really did grow into something incredible. You don't you don't even necessarily have to be an avid reader to appreciate all the great authors and books that were sort of showcased and the panelists that would come and have good conversation around their books. So I know so many people were disappointed that it had to be pivoted two years in a row, but they really have done a good job of at least getting those that content that everybody was um, interested in on virtual sort of form. And you think, too, even though as some of these uh, conferences or, or events get back to air quotes normal, you hope they still keep some of that accessibility for us all, whether it's virtual and in-person and all the things, which we technically are here on Good Things. We are virtual and in-person and all the things, so you can stream us live over at supertalk.fm. But stick with us. We've got more for you coming up next. goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Ever feel like making an appointment with your doctor takes a lot of time, only to feel rushed through the actual appointment? Avoid the hassle at Capital Ortho, where our board-certified, fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons are waiting to treat you immediately with one-on-one professional and personal patient care. Both you and your time matter to the staff at Capital Ortho. To schedule your same-day appointment, call 601-987-8200 or visit CapitalOrtho.com. 
Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 341 to 106.38. March cotton was down 314 to 104.10. At the close of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were down 30 cents to 11.98 and a quarter per bushel. January soybeans were down 29 and three quarters to 12.10 per bushel. December corn was down 10 and a half to 5.22 and a half per bushel. March corn was down 10 and a quarter to 5.32 per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was down 92 to 129.25. February live cattle was down 62 to 134.25. November feeders up 7 cents to 161.80. January feeders up 67 cents to 162.77. At the South of Dow Jones is down 33 points, 34,463. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, including varieties like DP 2012 B3XF, DP 2020 B3XF, and DP 2038 B3XF. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. This isn't what gets a cotton grower up. What gets a cotton grower up isn't made of plastic-covered electronics. It's made of heart, determination, the calling that doesn't need a buzzer. Because you know early is the key to success. Stoneville Cotton knows, too. It gets out of the ground earlier and establishes a healthy stand quicker, so it's less vulnerable to weeds, weather, and insects. For a stronger finish, own the early with Stoneville Cotton. BASF. We create chemistry. Always read and follow label directions. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. delay in planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. You can even plan yourself a spooky adventure if you would like. But over on the Ceasefire text line, I knew you guys like movies, but I didn't know you also like scary movies as much as you do. And so if you were listening to Good Things a tad bit earlier, you'll know that there is an opportunity out there to get paid $1,300 to watch 13 scary movies in the month of October, and they strap you to heart rate monitors and all the things because they want to collect data to see what type of movies gets the best, I guess, the best buzz out of you, like in terms of what your heart rate. scary movies scares the best? And I think our conversation was going with it just depends on the type of person. You are either going to like, you either tend to lean towards the slasher type of gory movies, whether that scares you or not, you either like those more or those more paranormal, can't really explain it, good mystery slash, it's a mystery movie. Supernatural horror. Right, where the whole time it's suspense. I think suspense is the word that I'm looking for, because really, a good suspenseful movie, even if it's not scary, can be scary. 
Like the first Taken, it's not a scary movie by any stretch of the imagination, not like in terms of Halloween spooky. No, it's considered an action film. Right. But the suspense of it all, like it leaves you on your seat where you are, you know, your heart rate's up, you're invested, you They're can't figure it out. You. They're going to take you. And you're like, this could really happen to me if I traveled abroad. That's why I stay, stay in Mississippi. Matthew the Bagpiper says, the thing, classic suspense horror, still scary to this day. That's answering the question, which scary movie got your heart rate up the highest? Like, what, which one do you remember just watching and go, boo, not doing that again? Chris has one of those from the ceasefire text line that might get my heart rate up if it was the first time seeing it, because it does have non-stereotypical jump scares. And Chris chimed in with The Strangers. If you're unfamiliar with The Strangers, I'm going to spoil it a little bit. This is just a little bit of spoilage. I'm not going to spoil the ending. But there are scenes in that movie where it just looks like you're watching everyday normal life happen, and then this creepy person with a mask just comes out of the hallway, out of the darkness, and is just there in the background. And then fades back into the background. Mm -mm. While while the person that you're watching is completely oblivious the entire time you're going, whoa, buddy. (laughs) Now I'm now I'm curious. I need to know who's doing this research. I want to know if there's going to be a phase two because Julie in Walnut says I would definitely love to be hooked up to a heart rate monitor while watching horror movies because nothing scares you except the original paranormal activity kind of got you. So now I want to know if they take so like me and Rhino. I'm going to be like anything, and my heart rate's going to go up, start sweating, and you you're, you can scare me at a drop of a hat. You, it's going to take some time. So now, what do they do? They take all of you who basically fail, all, well, not fail, but I guess pass, or, you know, are able to go through without heart rate, and then they, then they start to see, well, what can we, you know, come up with that gets these people's heart rates to spike? Because then you'll have to have like warnings for me to sign. I'll have to have like field trip forms and all of that to go into movies. <laughs> be like the old days. We, we will not give you a refund if you faint in the theater. Right. And so to see if maybe they can unlock what is the formula to get those who, who are now jaded to the way the scary movies go, really get you going. Yeah, I would, I would not bode well with that. I would probably need medication after something that completely knocked you off your socks in terms of thriller. Jeff in Oxford on the ceasefire text line agrees with uh, Julian Walnut that paranormal, paranormal activity was spooky to him. Oh, so that was an actual movie? Yes. Oh, okay. That's one of those thinking, found yes, footage kind of things. Paranormal activity is spooky. <laughs> That's the one where it's a family, just they're, they're living their life in a house, and things Stop. start happening, mm-hmm. so they set up cameras to see if they can catch it. And you're watching the tapes from those cameras. Stop. It's Mar- Marie in Charleston says, went on a date to see Unborn when I was in high school. Not my choice, but it was close to the guy's birthday, so I let him pick. Big mistake. Still creeps me out thinking about it. But for that kind of money, I am I am game. I think because, you know, what, $1,300, that's $100 a movie. Do you get to bail? I mean, if you just get through the first three and you're, you know, and sweats. Can I don't think you? they're going to give you 300 bucks. Well, that's not fair. We need to negotiate these terms in which. <laughs> or do you have to sit through all all the 13? But by that time, you know, it's also one of those things. If you go in a scaredy cat like I am, I would hope by number eight or nine, I'm kind of getting numb to it and catching on to this. You would have figured out that when the strings get really intense, something's fixing to happen. Close your eyes. <laughs> The music gives it away every time. Or the lack of music. Or the lack of music. If it completely drops out, be prepared to jump. Well, if you hear music on good things, it means we're headed out the door. (laughs) But no jumping necessary. you got plenty coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will be back with you tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all take time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.